0: from Treasure Valley Reformed Presbyterian Church. To catch earlier broadcasts, just search The Gospel for Life wherever you subscribe. To find out more about this ministry and about our annual conference, go to reformationboise.com.
1: Welcome back to The Gospel for Life. We have started an Advent series. If that is a concern for you, if that's hard for your conscience, just we have started a Christology series in December that might reflect Christmas, but if you're sensitive about that, this is the Christology month. It's just about Um, Jesus. It is just about Jesus. There you go. And today, and for the next little while, we are going to be um, specifically in Isaiah 9, but we will be in the book of Isaiah. And it reminds me of a story I've heard Sinclair Ferguson tell of when he was in, in grade school, his friend had to do the reading for the day and he had told his class that they needed to turn to the gospel of Isaiah. And Sinclair says that he was just cringing inside because he was thinking, oh, this poor kid doesn't know that Isaiah is not a gospel and he, his bi- Bible knowledge is not sufficient enough to know that. And then Sinclair goes on to reflect, maybe my friend knew more than I realized because the the book of Isaiah has so much gospel in it, so much of Jesus Christ. So I'm not sure I'm going to refer to the gospel of mm-hmm. Isaiah,
0: but we could. I don't know if you know this, but uh, Martin Luther referred to Isaiah 53 as the fifth gospel, mm-hmm. um, because it truly it does reflect the gospel as well. Mm.
1: So we are going to be in Isaiah chapter 9. I'm not sure more organized folks would have realized who was going to be doing the reading this morning. But I'll just throw it out there, and eventually somebody just steps in, so that's good.
0: So Isaiah chapter 9,
1: and who's got that this morning? We can read uh,
0: 9 through 6, or 9 through 7. But there will be no gloom for her who was in anguish in the former time. He brought into contempt the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, But in the latter time, he made glorious the way of the sea, the land beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the nations. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness, on them light shone. You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as they are glad when they divide the spoil. For the yoke of his burden and the staff of his... Of the increase of his government, of his peace, there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom, to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness, from this time forth and forevermore, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this.
1: Here we have a passage that is prophecy of the coming Christ. And in verse 6, probably the most familiar verse of that text for most people, that unto us a child is born, referring to the birth of Jesus Christ to us, a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called. And this is where we are picking away at different names and titles of Jesus Christ. And here we have four couplets of names. And today we are going to think about and talk about the idea of Jesus as a Wonderful Counselor. So what is meant by that name? The the idea of being wonderful actually holds
2: this uh, amazement. Actually, uh, the word uh, there in Hebrew can be uh, miraculous even. So as we think about the type of counselor Jesus is, he is the most amazing counselor. He is the most full of wonder counselor. He has the best ideas, the best strategy. His mind is all of knowledge. It's, It's the divine mind. He is the first, best, and most, when it comes to wisdom and truth, and we can look to him for all of those things.
3: Later in Isaiah, in chapter twenty-eight, verse twenty-nine, uh, we read. This also comes for the Lord of hosts. He is wonderful in counsel and excellent in wisdom. So it references the, the <coughs> wisdom of the Christ, and that name "wonderful" is also mentioned back in in Judges when Samson, uh, his birth is prophesied. Uh, the angel of the Lord appears to. His mom first, and then also his father, and they ask his name, and he says, "Why do you ask my name? Seeing it is wonderful." And they know that that is God speaking to them.
0: Yes, you know this idea of wonderful. It's the very it's it's supernatural. It's it's it, this is what we're talking about, and I think finney pointed that out with all the different adjectives that he used there. Mm. The problem is, "wonderful" is is a little bit
1: anemic for the word that's that's here. Because we don't use "wonderful" as a strong word, It's like um,
0: when everything's awesome, nothing's yes, awesome. Is. Yes, right.
3: it's um, like the word "adorable" too. This may be—I awesome. I just realized. Like you know, really, the word "adorable" means it's worthy of adoration. Yes, but so we use it for cute little babies.
1: Yes. So then, when we get to the phrase "wonderful counselor," it doesn't necessarily pack the punch that it would have packed in its original. It, it it really is a sense of and and Vinnie I'm um, mm-hmm. it, it's a sense of amazement a, a sense of wonder it, it's something that I'm trying to think what there would be like maybe a, you 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 step up to the Grand Canyon and you see it for the first time in your life and you're like wow yeah that's the sense here yeah, yeah. um
0: there's a sense of divine and there's almost a, a hush you know that you uh, of taking it all in. Yeah, we,
3: uh, this past summer on our family trip, we stopped at a little park in Utah. Well, not, not one of the big ones, a lesser known one called uh, Goblin Valley State Park and uh, all these kind of weird rock formations. Anyway, it's on what's called the International Dark Sky Registry. So that means there there are no artificial lights for miles and miles and miles and miles. I'm actually so night, worried
1: about you as a pastor that you're on the dark sky I know. and you're looking at goblins. Goblin, so. I'm sorry.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I love what the you fantasies can, are for. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> but we, so we went there late at night, took the kids there late at night, and we just watched the stars come out. And it was just, it kept getting, like, more stars just kept appearing. Like, you kind of think, like okay, well, it wasn't going to end. But no, it just keeps going and going and going. When there are no artificial lights, we could see the Milky Way and everything. And it was amazing. And it was truly, we were all just, we broke out singing Psalm 19, you know, the heavens declare the glory of God. And, you know, that's, think of something in your mind that where you're just going kind to of stop in your tracks and you're just struck. I mean, and then multiply that by a hundred. And that's kind of what's being talked about here, Ben, Isaiah.
0: You mentioned go, the Grand Canyon. And if you've ever stopped there, and uh, there's a certain reverence that takes place when you, you're, you're standing there, and people are whispering because of that 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 awe. That, and this is kind of what we're coming up to when we're talking about wonderful. When you think about this
2: in, in, in Christ, too, that this is something that He possessed always. You yeah. think about the amassment of human knowledge. All of us have spent time, you know, studying, learning, growing, so that we might be good counselors. But you think about how it plays out in the Gospels, there's never a time when Jesus isn't teaching or instructing with authority from the time he was a small child when his family takes him to the temple and then they lose track of him because he's back giving instruction and teaching even from a young age. There's never a time when he's not the wonderful counselor. There wasn't a time when he didn't have all wisdom and knowledge and truth contained within him.
1: Mm. So I will cheat just a little bit ahead, but in in Isaiah 11, verse 2, speaking once again of Christ, it says, And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And so when you think about this idea that that is exactly what Vinny is talking about, that Jesus comes and his wisdom, his knowledge, his insight is a wonder.
3: And he references this when he challenges those around him and he says, you know, the queen of the south traveled a great distance to go visit Solomon. And he says, and something greater than Solomon is in your midst.
1: But all of us, I mean, if you think about this in its context, so uh, Jonathan read earlier from verse 2 that the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Mm. The contrast is between us, and darkness typically means lack of understanding, mm. lack of knowledge. You, you, you don't know what's going on. And you need something to come into that darkness to enlighten you, and that that person is Jesus Christ, the wonderful counselor, the wonder of wisdom, the other way of saying that.
2: Yeah, that's the common factor we use if, if about not having knowledge, right, or, or, or keeping a secret from someone. We talk about keeping them in the dark. In the dark, yeah. Um, we would use that to describe those who are apart from Christ too. Um, coming to Christ is coming to the light or coming to the truth or, or coming to understand who he is as the wonderful counselor.
1: So we talk about Jesus Christ coming as the wonderful counselor. What does this look like moving beyond his incarnation? What, how does Jesus still fulfill that role as wonderful counselor for his people?
2: Yeah, in the Gospel of John, he promises to send the Spirit who then indwells us uh, as believers. And so we get to walk in, uh, and he'll use the word counselor to describe the work of the Spirit who will lead us and guide us into all truth. So that ministry wasn't just contained at a moment in history. It's actually proceeded forth from the sending of the Spirit where Christ is still present as the wonderful counselor among his Spirit-indwelled people.
3: Mm -hmm. And he does that through his word as well, the working of the Spirit to take his word and apply it (coughs) to our lives. So, I mean, his wisdom, he's given it to us contained in the scriptures, Genesis to Revelation,
0: he does it through everything he sends our way. Yeah, he, you know, he's making the right decisions for his people. He, you know, every decision that he makes for us, every every part of his sovereign plan is is uh, designed to make us more like him. And uh, so, in in that process, we we think of the even the hard things that come into our life are uh, designed uh, to make us better servants.
1: Mm-hmm. And just this idea that how God communicates, how he brings light, how he brings wisdom and understanding is always word and spirit. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And so this is why it's so important to be in God's word. This is why it's so important to be in fellowship with brothers and sisters in Christ, to be regularly sitting underneath the preached word, because that's how God brings light. That's Mm -hmm. how he brings wisdom. That's how Mm -hmm. he brings knowledge in the, into our lives that we need and he so graciously has given his spirit to always accompany that. And and I'll so, give
3: my little um psalm inclusive plug. You know, you may not be psalm exclusive uh, psalmist, but your church should include psalms on a regular basis, is that God says, Let the spirit of Christ dwell in you richly mm-hmm. in the singing of psalms, hymns and spiritual songs. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. it's the word of God, this psalm book that he has given to us that gives us that wisdom as well
1: looking ahead how does this relate to jesus's second advent that he's the wonderful counselor
3: Well, i think another aspect of counselor too that and maybe i'm hopefully i'm not reading this in the text but i mean i'm not there there, there's comfort the holy spirit he's a helper when he comes again i mean the awe That we will all experience, all the world will be shut up before him, before his people, that overflowing ultimate comfort that we will have as we are brought into his presence.
1: And I think John would say that when Jesus comes and we see him, we'll finally know fully. Mm -hmm. And so then we'll truly understand the fullness of the wonder of him as, as the wonderful counselor.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the end, that summation of everything, we will know that he's done all things well. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, you've been listening to the Gospel for Life. We'll see you tomorrow.